Expresso Prime, a podcast all about primes, short enough to listen to while you enjoy your cup of coffee. Hello, hello, and welcome to a new episode of Expresso Crime. Today's Sunday Scaries includes 20 serial killers with the last name starting with I-N-J. This sinister and scary list includes a confession at execution, a serial killer that was responsible for deaths that were thought to be natural or accidental, prison escapes, and more. So let's get right into it, starting the list off with Philip Lee Engel. So he was an American serial killer who murdered two elderly couples in North Carolina back in 1991. Before he was arrested, he knew one pair of his victims, confessed to a friend saying he enjoyed watching people die in agony. After being sentenced to death, he waived his appeal saying that he wanted to spare the families of his victims from any more pain and he was executed in 1995. How, like, just so, like, eerie, though, that he was, you know, confessing to what he did and just, like, yeah, I just really enjoy watching people die in agony as if I'm just, you know, the same as me saying, oh, I just really enjoy a cup of coffee. Like, what? We're just really starting the list off on, like, a crazy one there, and it's only going to get crazier, I'm sure. Second on the list is Leslie Irvin. So he was a serial killer who committed a killing spree between December 1954 and March 1955 across Indiana and Kentucky. Following his arrest, uh, there was like a very, very public pretrial. There was 430 potential jurors. 268 of them were ex- like excused for having fixed opinions about his guilt. 103 others were excused based on their oppo- opposition of capital punishment. And others were excused by the prosecution or the defense or on hardship grounds. Of the 12 jurors finally selected, 8 went into the trial believing that he was guilty. On January 20th, 1956, he escaped the county jail in Princeton, Indiana by making keys with books, tinfoil, and glue. A few weeks later, he was arrested in San Francisco trying to pawn rings. As mentioned about that public trial, he found himself before the U.S. Supreme Court on the Sixth Amendment claim that he was not tried before an impartial jury because of the pretrial publicity. This case would set a precedent for ensuring a fair trial for defendants despite any publicity. He was retried and convicted on June 13, 1962, this time to a life sentence. He died in prison in 1983. This one is just so crazy with like kind of being almost like setting that precedent for a free trial and or sorry fair trial not free trial and then also just like the making the keys for the jail as well like what number three on the list is marvin lee irvin so did i not okay i thought i was going a bit crazy myself for a second there i was like did i not just say that but okay second was leslie irvin and a very similar name is third marvin lee irvin So, he is an American serial killer and former police officer who murdered two women in Missouri in September and October 1990. And after his arrest, confessed to an additional 1979 murder, which up to that point, he had been the prime suspect in for years. For all three crimes, he pleaded guilty and was sentenced to life imprisonment without parole. Number four on the list is 
Philip Carl Jablowski. So he was an American serial killer. His first known act of violence began in 1968 when he tried to suffocate and strangle his wife on numerous occasions. She left him and he then got together with another woman who he again was violent and sexually abusive to. She also left him a couple years later. Not long afterwards, in late 1972, he raped a female acquaintance at Knife Point in her home while her infant child was in the room. The woman escaped and ran to a neighbor's house who called the police. He was arrested and convicted for the rape. In February 1977, he met another woman by the name of Linda, who he had a child with, and fast forward to July 6, 1978, when he went to his mother-in-law's home and told her he was going to rape her, but all he could see was her daughter's face and couldn't go through with it. WTF. She was able to safely escape, but did not report this to police. Following this, Linda left with the baby. July 16, 1978, so 10 days after leaving with the baby, she returned back to the apartment that they shared to grab a few things for the baby. She was found beaten, stabbed, and strangled. Jablowski was arrested 11 days later, convicted, and sent to prison. While in prison, he married a woman who he had, who the woman answered a newspaper ad that he placed. He served 12 years in prison and was released on parole for good behavior despite in 1985 when he had attempted to strangle his mother using a shoelace just that minor detail there on april 22nd 1991 now in california he killed a 38 year old woman who was a fellow student at a community college that he was enrolled in and that was based off of his like parole conditions as if the murder of this woman isn't sad enough, she was a recent widow and had two teenage girls. The next day, he killed his wife and her mother in their home. So that was the, he's now killed the wife that he, you know, the classifieds woman. Two days later, at a rest stop, now in Wyoming, he threatened a woman at gunpoint. She was able to escape when he dropped the gun. She drove to the next truck stop and called police. Police did question him about what happened, but he claimed that the gun had just fallen out of his car when he got out. The officer who questioned him just accepted that and let him go. Two days later, he robbed and killed a store owner in Utah. On April 28, 1991, he was apprehended in Kansas. He was found guilty of the four murders and sentenced to death. He died in December 2019 at the age of 73 in his cell. That is just a lot there. Number five on the list is Calvin Jackson. So he was born in 1948. He's an American serial killer and rapist responsible for the murders of nine women in Manhattan's West Side between 1973 and 1974. The killings were connected only after Jackson was arrested and confessed to them. Until then, the deaths were considered to be natural causes or accidents. In July 1976, he was convicted and sentenced to four life imprisonment terms with a chance of parole. His last parole hearing was in March 2021. I think what's just like really like interesting about this one is that prior to him being arrested, they just thought, oh, it was a natural cause or an accident. Like that's just wild. Okay, number six on the list is Homer Lee Jackson III. He was born in 1959. 
an American serial killer who killed at least three women and one teenager in Portland, Oregon from 1983 to 1993. The killings remain unsolved until forensic evidence led to his arrest in 2015. So his trial began in January 2022 because there was a high probability he would be acquitted of most of the murders but found guilty on at least one murder charge. The prosecutor's office offered him a plea deal, which he did accept. As per the deal, he had to plead guilty to the murders of Harry Anderson Watts and Triplett and would be sentenced to six years and three months imprisonment on January 31st, 2022. However, this accounted for time served and he was released with time served. The decision took into account his mental illnesses, like mental illness, health issues, like low credibility of his confession and the statute of limitations of the crimes. The verdict was heavily criticized by the victim's family members who said that Jackson should have been like just received harder punishment for those crimes. Like it is really crazy that he did kill at least three women and one teenager. Like, I know, like, it was a long time ago, but he still did that. And then the fact that he wasn't caught until 2015 and then just, you know, literally had to do time, like, serve that he had already been there. It's just, that's a crazy one to me. Number seven on the list is Vicki Dawn Carson Jackson. So an American serial killer who killed at least 10 patients at the hospital she worked at in Texas between 2000 and 2001. So she used a muscle relaxant. Despite protesting her innocence, she was found guilty on all counts and sentenced to life imprisonment. Number eight on the list is William Perry Jackson, born January 1955, an American serial killer who, together with two accomplices, killed five people during robberies in Washington and Oregon. That was from May to August 1980. Convicted and sentenced some multiple life terms in separate trials, in addition to another sentence for escaping from prison. He is currently serving his sentences in an Oregon prison. In early August 1982, he was extradited to Washington, where he was to face a sentencing trial for the murder that took place in May. On August 5th, he and another convicted robber named Gus Allen Turner broke through the plaster ceiling of their cell at the jail they were in. They climbed through, re-entered the courthouse, and then managed to lower themselves to the ground using a rope that they made from blankets. From there, they split and went their separate ways, with Jackson fleeing to his like hometown of Milwaukee, Oregon, where then he was arrested later that afternoon. He was then charged on first-degree escape charges, offering to plead guilty if the county sheriff spent a few weeks in isolation with him. That's a weird twist there, but just what a crazy escape. Number nine on the list is Keith Hunter Jesperson. So in a, he is a Canadian-American serial killer who murdered at least eight women in the U.S. during the early 1990s. He's also known as the happy face killer because he drew smiley faces on many letters that he sent to the media and authorities. Many of his victims were sex workers and they just had no connection at all to him. So what's kind of crazy about this one is this is one of the first episodes we did. 
um, like probably the first five, I think we went into like way greater detail than this, but it's just kind of like a creepy one with like the happy face killer. It's just, it's a weird one. Number 10 on the list, William L. John Johansson was an American serial killer who murdered three women, including his first wife. And this was in New York and California between 1933 and 1940. He was arrested soon after his final murder and executed by gas chamber. And that was um, done in California, San Quentin State Prison. That prison is always coming up in these episodes. Due to the similar ways they dismembered their victims, Johansson was in- investigated in connection to the Cleveland Torso murder. That is an unidentified serial killer who murdered at least 12 people in Ohio between 1934 and 1938. Police also suspected him of several unsolved killings in San Diego. However, he was never charged with any of these murders. Just kind of interesting there. Today's Sunday Scary Show supporter is SensiLab.com, and you can use code SE20JHITCH for instant savings on their website. So SensiLab.com is a great go-to for a variety of supplements from beauty like hair, skin, and nails to hormonal balance, vitamins and minerals, and even to help you sleep. So they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee, which I love. That's S-E-20-J-H-I-T-C-H at sensilab.com, S-E-N-S-I-L-A-B.com. So thank you to Sensilab for the code to share. This is an affiliate code, so I do receive a small commission. Thank you all for the support through links and listening. Even on the list is Melvin Johnson. He was an American serial killer, rapist, and sex offender who murdered at least four women in Illinois from 1984 to 1988. What's not interesting about this, but a big part of this is that connection was not made until after he had already died. Number 12 on the list is Michael Johnson Jr., born in 1986. So an American serial killer who murdered at least four women in Chicago between 2008 and 2010. So he had a had been born with a deformity in his right hand, but he was able to strangle each of the women to death. His fifth intended victim did survive, and once she recovered, she did um, see him while out, and she knew right away that he was the one who attacked her. She quickly ran away. He followed her. So when she made it to her boyfriend's home, he backed off, A few weeks later, she noticed him again on the street. This time, she called her boyfriend who arrived and the boyfriend confronted Johnson. Police quickly arrived and arrested him. A swab of his DNA was taken and it matched uh, DNA that was found at the crime scene, which proved his guilt. Apparently, police had already been looking for him after his DNA was matched to three of the four murders he committed and DNA soon linked him to the fourth, he was charged with the four murders and the attempted murder of the fifth victim. Just like so crazy that she was able to escape and then literally be kind of the one who got him arrested. Number 13 is Milton Johnson. So in 1970, at the age of 19, he raped a woman, woman during a burglary And he also tortured her. So he was caught afterwards. He was convicted on charges of rape and burglary and sentenced to 25 years in prison. 
He was eligible for release in April 1986 at the earliest, but authorities decided he was fit for an earlier release and was paroled on March 10, 1983, so three years early. He started living with his mother and stepfather after. A few months after the parole, he began a series of random killings, 10 known murders that spanned over three months. So his known crimes always occurred on the weekends whenever he had access to a truck. During this time, he would drive around the community surrounding his, like where he was living, the neighborhood, until he found a victim that he randomly selected. He would always kill them by shooting them with a pistol and or stabbing them with a knife. And his, like, methodology always varied. Some of his victims were killed in home invasions, while others were killed in their vehicles. Many of the victims were robbed, and some of the female victims were raped. On March 9th, 1984, he was arrested while visiting his parole officer. He was convicted and sentenced to death twice. Number 14 on the list is Raymond Eugene Johnson, born in 1974, so an American serial killer who killed his wife and her infant daughter in Oklahoma in 2007, shortly after being paroled from a previous manslaughter conviction in 1995. For the latter crimes, Johnson was convicted and sentenced to death and is currently awaiting execution Two killing after paroles back-to-back cases there. Number 15 on the list is Janine Ann Jones, born in 1950. So she is an American serial killer responsible for the deaths of up to 60 infants and children in her care as a nurse in the 1970s and 1980s. In 1984, she was convicted of murder and injury to a child. The exact number of victims does remain unknown, Hospital officials allegedly misplaced and then allegedly destroyed records of her activities to prevent further litigation after the first conviction. Wow, Bethany, wow. Number 16 on the list is Jack Harold Jones Jr., born in 1964, so an American serial killer who killed at least three women in Florida and Arkansas between 1983 and 1995. He was convicted of two murders and was executed on April 24, 2017, alongside a rapist and murderer, making it the first double execution in 17 years. Shortly before his execution, he gave his sister a letter from 2006 with instructions to open it one year after his execution. In the letter, he confessed in detail to a murder, providing details only the killer would put, like, ever know. This led to his body being exhumed and his DNA testing tested. Sorry, He was linked via DNA to the murder and officially announced that he was the real killer as another person was already imprisoned for the murder. So that's double execution, confession, linked via DNA, another person in prison for the murder. That is a lot there. And also a side note, just imagine if any of these like um, people like serial, like convicted serial killers that are executed, if they were cremated, we would never know any of this. Wow. Number 17 on the list is Willie Ben Jones, born in 1953, an American serial killer who killed at least three sex workers in Virginia between 1980 and 1991. 
During his trial, Jones said he committed the murder since the victims had to be punished for being sex workers. He later pleaded guilty to three counts of second-degree murder and received three consecutive 20-year sentences. He is currently serving his sentence, and his next parole, like should he get parole, he will be released from prison on December 24th, 2025. That's two years away. Number 18 on the list, John Joseph Jubert V. He was an American serial killer executed in Nebraska. He was convicted of murdering three boys in Maine and Nebraska. He was executed on July 17, 1996 by the state of Nebraska in the electric chair. He was the second person executed there since the death penalty was reintroduced into the state in 1973. An appeal to the Nebraska Supreme Court over whether the electric chair in Nebraska is a cruel and unusual punishment revealed that during his execution, he suffered a four-inch brain blister on the top of his head and blistering on both of his, like, both sides of his head above his ears. Wow. Number 19 on the list, Francisco Del Junco. He was born in 1957, is a Cuban-American serial killer. So... I feel like I've said his name wrong, but just going to carry on. From 1987 to 1995, he was arrested on several occasions for assaulting an officer, burglary, loitering, and theft. Over the span of eight months in 1995 to 1996, he killed and burned the corpses of four Miami sex workers. Following a 10-month investigation by a special task force, he was arrested. At his trial, the Miami-Dade County judge ruled that he was ineligible for the death penalty due to his mental illness and was instead given four concurrent life sentences, 20th and last on the list, and thank goodness because my throat hurts so bad from talking, is Anthony Joyner. So he was born in 1962. He's an American serial killer and rapist who raped and murdered at least six elderly women they raged in ages 83 to 92. So this was in a nursing home and between January and July 1983, but is suspected in 18 total deaths that occurred there. He was tried and convicted only for his confirmed murders and was sentenced to life imprisonment. That wraps up today's episode. Thank you for listening. A reminder on the show supporter code, it is SE20JHitch at sensilab.com. Thanks again, and I will see you next Sunday for more Sunday Scaries by Expresso Crime. Bye for now.